Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Sri Chalapa. Hey, Sri, how are you? I'm good. Thanks, Pant. I said that right this time. Yes, yes, you got it right. So, Sri, it's great to have you on the show. Sri is the president and co-founder of Engagedly, very dynamic and interesting company focused around performance management software. It focuses on redefining performance appraisals by simplifying and incorporating elements of employee engagement into the performance review process. And as we all focus around talent these days and every aspect of it, it, one can only imagine how important Engagedly is to that whole story. And we'll get more into that story in a second. But before we get there, Sri, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Yeah, thanks. Um, you know, my career has taken its own little journey. Uh, I started off as an engineer, moved to business and finance, and then uh, realized I actually like, really liked technology a lot more um, in many ways. And I basically started my career working as a management consultant with uh, EY and then Capgemini and then traveled all over the country, you know, was on a, on a flight every week for many, many years. Um, and eventually, you know, I think what I decided really that excited me was doing things that are more creative, that I had a little bit more control over. Um, and as a consultant, obviously, you don't really have a lot of that. Right. So, you know, uh, did a startup in uh, healthcare tech space, uh, did really well, did that for nine years, uh, we exited a few years ago. Um, and then me and a buddy of mine came up with this idea that, you know, we should probably build some kind of a engagement software for employees because I, I hear there's a big problem. And, I, and from my experience in working with lots of clients over the years, I saw that as a huge problem in engagement, motivating people, getting people properly aligned, you know, making sure there's not a lot of office politics that can be avoided because they really impact productivity and morale. Um, and Engagedly was really brought, born out of that. Um, so that's my journey on how we got to this. Obviously, very different space than what I was previously. You know, in, I've been in telecom and finance and, um, you know, brokerage firms, asset management. Uh, and also with healthcare, I did a lot of consulting work and building systems for healthcare yeah. providers and all and, of that. You know, I, I think that in general, Sri, that consulting background always gets you an incredible amount of exposure to a broad set of business verticals, and you, you get to see some of the key challenges that those folks have faced. And so clearly, I, I can see that Engagedly came across the, the challenge of engagement, really. How do you get people connected into that employee, that, that employee review process? And so tell me more about what you guys have built and, and where you are with that. Yeah, so when people talk about engagement software, they really are talking about, uh, unfortunately, talking about measuring engagement. What we built is something that's beyond that, right? That mm -hmm. comes, what after that? Like you measure engagement, you, you get a bunch of input and feedback from different employees, you know, telling you that I don't like my manager or I don't like the workplace culture or I, or I don't like 
the the development opportunities I have or the growth opportunities I have or whatever that is, right? You find these things that you can work on as an organization. Our platform really addresses that. So mm. what Engagely was really built is to improve engagement, not just measure engagement. So, and we know there's a direct correlation between engagement and productivity, engagement and, and you know, lack of absenteeism, organizational profits, um, organizational growth, uh, all of those things really directly impact. So there's a really good business reason to, to drive better engagement. It's not just a feel good, you know, press that a company gets out of it. Um, mm -hmm. It's really about driving better engagement so that the organization can thrive and do better. Mm -hmm. um, so our platform, you know, builds tools uh, or provides tools for organizations that really want to drive better engagement by aligning people with their goals, with OKRs, mm -hmm. uh, providing them tools to drive better development and learning because we have tools for that. Uh, we gamify experiences in the platform as well. So you can get badges when you do something nice and or do something that go you go above and beyond your you know, call of duty if you will mm -hmm. um so things like that really drive uh, better engagement within organizations and that's really what engagely was built to to accomplish yeah um, and i think it's a it's such a timely moment that we're talking shri i mean uh, yes. i i would say that during the the last couple of years, we we hear these stories about things like the Great Resignation, all these people switching roles and jobs, and 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 it's really demanding that companies rethink how they how they train employees, how they evaluate employees, how they help them manage their careers and play a key role, a meaningful role in a, um, a an organization and. I'd just be curious to see how you see how you're offering in, in line with those kind of broader trends that we're seeing in the marketplace. You know, it couldn't have been more timely for Engagely to exist um, because as organizations have gotten more hybrid and more remote work, you know, people are now no longer saying, hey, I need to hire somebody in the Bay Area or New York or Chicago or wherever they are. You know, you find talent where they are. So they don't have to move and you can find at that way you can find the best talent at the best um, cost if you will in many ways so you don't have to pay top dollar for new york city and san francisco and you know places like that that enables organizations to really open up their talent pool but it also creates a unique challenge now now you have all these different people who now you bring them into your one culture and mm -hmm. engage them into that culture and engage them into and build build that cohesive organizational dynamic that achieves a common goal that you're working towards. So mm -hmm. at that point, the, you really don't have an option but to digitize your talent management and your people management strategy. Um, and whether it's through tools that allow you to have ongoing communication, whether it's tools to have collaboration within, between teams, whether it's tools for uh, building a recognition program that employees can get recognized and get their um, you know, badges and things like that, that really help motivate them and then really highlights their performance and, and brings them to four because when I don't see you, you may not exist to me, but you actually exist in the company. So yeah. the only way you know them is if you are connected in this one place. How has that dialogue evolved with your customers over, over the last couple of years? I mean, when you were sharing them the concept and now how they're embracing it. Yeah, so the, I will say there's, there's it's a very interesting trend. When we were first launching this product, the first adopters are always other technology companies because they were already working in technology. They were, they, you know, a phone call is like a, a strange phenomenon for them, right? It's everything mm -hmm. is over chat. They're doing things over Zoom or 
or think through collaboration tools. So a lot of adoption, adoption in the initial years for us in the technology companies. What we've changed uh, in the last, literally in the last two years, is that we are getting a lot more co companies in different sectors, construction companies, you know, home builders, uh, manufacturing companies, retailers, who would have never embraced uh, something like this at scale, you know, where they're seeing the value of something like this to, to drive uh, better engagement and better performance. The kind of conversation also has changed from, hey, I'm gonna uh, do a, a performance review at the end of the year. And then if you get a five, you get promoted. If you get a four, you get a 10% hike. If you get a three, you get to stay. Well, that conversation has changed, right? The performance dynamics have changed. So now it's not about performance reviews and performance management in that context. It's really about how do I align people so they have the environment to thrive and do better so that the company does better. So it's really about improving performance and driving better performance outcomes for the teams, for the organizations and having more you know, proactive conversations about it rather than post. Uh, yeah, so it becomes more of an iterative process in a way and it becomes part of that kind of broader performance culture, uh, yes. so to speak. And so, I mean, it, tell me a little bit about that, because I do feel like the culture of these businesses has, has evolved over time and embracing these tools really plays a key role in that. The culture has changed because the power has shifted to the employees, right? Yeah. That's a huge shift. We don't, even during the peak years, I mean, I, I'm old enough to know the peak years of the, you know, the dot-com boom and um, and some of the other uh, trends we've had since then, we've never had a situation where people were resigning in droves. We've never had a situation where people are hurting to, you know, you're getting signing bonuses at McDonald's and uh, Walmart and places like that, where that wasn't the case ever that I can recall, you know? Yeah, it was so the, something the power, like 24, $24 an hour for Starbucks now or something. Now, yeah, now they're... You, the yeah. government has been trying to change the minimum wage. No, they don't have to. It's already changed. You know, it's 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 like fifteen bucks. If you if you can't pay fifteen bucks, you're not going to get anybody. Yeah, at least in St. Louis. You know, yeah. and I'm sure New York and San Francisco and Chicago are a lot higher. But so that has changed the conversation to say, okay, what do I need to do to find the best people and then keep the best people? Right. It's not so much about just you know, hey, you need to justify your job and why I should keep you for one more year or next year. It's about an employee asking, why should I stay here for another year? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let me ask about how you guys do it and how the pandemic has maybe played challenging roles for you as well as probably presented opportunities for Engagedly. I mean, it's been a, a weird moment for all of us. So curious how you guys have faced those, those challenges. You know, when the pandemic hit, obviously everybody's budget got hit and we got hit in the process as well, especially some of the uh, clients who, they're on the edge, you know, they, they, they had struggles. So we, we got through that in the, about six, seven month period. And I think that helped um, the, the getting back on track to growth. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of internally, it, it was challenging to some extent, but we were already built as a remote team. You know, we have offices in four countries. We have people working out of probably 15 different cities. Um, what we it did is, you know, we basically have two hubs, you know, we have a St. Louis hub and a Bangalore, India hub. Mm -hmm. um, now we are not, in Bangalore was strictly, you only hire in Bangalore you, mm -hmm. and they have to come to the office. Now that's not the case. We are, by, we are hiring everywhere in India for, for oh, India, wow. the India, India team. 
for the U.S. team, our preference was to hire in St. Louis, but you know, St. Louis is not a big market. So we would find talent in other cities and we would be okay with it. Now there is no preference. We hire anybody wherever you can find the best talent. So that obviously has helped open up the, the scale. And some of these people I have not met in over a year, uh, the new hires, I've never, I've not met them yet. Right. So that obviously is a little bit challenging. I will say that it, the, the work is fine. You know, we, we are used to that, but I think I do feel people do need to come together periodically to build that cohesiveness and culture and team, team building. Um, otherwise, I think the culture does suffer. Uh, people can get isolated because not everybody is very vocal on Zoom calls or, or vocal about picking up the phone and asking you for help. Um, because you can, you know, body language is something that you miss when you don't see the person in, in, in person. Yeah, no, it's a really, it's a really good point. And I think that you're highlighting that challenge that we all are thinking about right now, which is how do you get that balance right? When do you bring people together? How do you bring them together? Um, where do you offer that additional flexibility? How can that additional flexibility perhaps offer uh, business opportunities, uh, talent uh, capture opportunities, as well as opportunities for talent that probably never got opportunities, right? I mean, right. Uh, think about all those people that in all of those cities outside of Bangalore that perhaps never got a shot at working at, at a company as exciting as Engagedly, right? So it's a great moment to, to think about those changes and how we can implement them. So as you're looking at the next couple of years, Oshree, what do you see as being on the horizon for Engagedly? You know, I think the, the biggest change from all its digitization is going to be how do you harness the data that you have now as an organization and as people? Um, now that you have digitization in your work, in your skills, in your aspirations, in your peer feedback that you're getting at work, I have a much, I have all the data or at least most of the data that I can build really good insight from. So now I can identify potentially, you know, who's disengaged actively without running a survey. I don't need to run a survey. I can know who's, who's disengaged because survey is what I think I feel, but what I think you feel may be different than what your actions might actually mm. play. So I, I always say this engagement surveys are more aspirational, um, but reality is in actual behaviors, you know, <laughs> right? And, and I think oh, behaviors yeah. now we can capture, right? If somebody is not showing up for a meeting at one time, uh, if somebody is not showing up for any team events, somebody is not uh, engaging in any projects that are outside of their domain, those are, uh, you know, initial signs. I'm not saying it is, I'm just saying they could be initial signs of disengagement. Yeah. Um, instead of running a survey, maybe they may not even it's, answer. It's, it's, I, I love that question because uh, the, and, and your response, because I, I do think that it's how we interpret that information. So it's gonna be in the data, but it's how we think about it and, and find meaning there and what how it leads to specific actions. So for example, um, in my own company, we reran, we've run, I think now five surveys on asking people on, you know, do they wanna work in the office? Do they not wanna be working in an office? And, um, it's been interesting to see that how people have answered it. They certainly want to work in a much more flexible way, but they also want to make sure that they have access to the office. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, how do you interpret that? It's kind of like, 
basically playing both both sides of the both sides at the same time right so right right it's like saying asking somebody hey do you want to be a, a millionaire or a multimillionaire and the answer is yes but then the second question is are you willing to work for it <laughs> <laughs> what is aspirational yes but the behaviors really display what the reality is right exactly exactly well listen shri thank you so much for being on uncaged today we've been uh, speaking with shri chalapa he is the president and co-founder of engagedly which is a dynamic performance management software company that redefines performance appraisals by simplifying and incorporating elements of employee engagement into the performance review process. Uh, we've been talking to Shri about how Engagedly has been thinking about implying a lot of engagement elements into the, the work environment, this hybrid world that we work live in now through this pandemic and pre and, and now post. And uh, it's been a fascinating conversation, Sri. Thank you so much for being on Uncaged today. Well, thanks a lot, Ben. I really, really appreciate it. Hope to have you back soon. Cheers. Thanks.